Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, thank you. Welcome to you, and thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to the world champ over here, Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Dorian Vasquez. All right. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Yeah, happy to have you, yeah. man. I was, and happy, I was happy to be early. That was. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. So far, the earliest comedian to ever show up for a recording of Two Jack Bros. You showed up on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize being a professional was like an anti-comedian thing to do. Though. Yeah, you set a record. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we get started, I want to uh, remind you guys to check out Dorian's uh, production company, Baby Goblin Productions, working on their first feature film, Porch Pirate. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be done by the end of this, uh, by the end of 2023. Yeah, I feel like uh, people who make movies are like general contractors. Like they say by the end of 2023, but. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that or I'm going to do like what every other filmmaker did. I'm going to get through three years and then just be like, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. Just like throw it away. General contractor shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. So check out that uh, Baby Goblin Productions. Be on the lookout for Porch Pirate forthcoming. Right? Forthcoming. Yes. Forthcoming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, so yeah. So Dorian, do you know what we do on this podcast? Uh, yeah, I was watching a little bit of it, and I call it the Dow Day Sid. At okay. This point, it's a, yeah. All right. Yeah. So chakras and such. Yeah, chakras and such. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> that should be that should be the name yeah. of the podcast. Chakras, chakras and such. such. Uh, with like and such like all Much caps. Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly and such. Yeah. But so uh, if it is your first time tuning in. Uh, the basic premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have any type of sense of humor and still reach enlightenment or a higher consciousness. And what we're going to do is take our guest who today is you, Dorian, yep. through the process of enlightenment so that our listeners and watchers can reach a higher consciousness as well as Ansley and me without having to do the hard work that you're about to do. You're OK with that? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, let's get into it. So everybody gets the same questions. Ansley, let's get it. OK. So Dorian, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Ooh, um, I don't know if it's one event, but just the collective every time my car fucks up. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like growing up, it was like we had the, the hometown mechanic and then I tried taking my car to a mechanic and realized, oh, I'm going to be poor because they're just going to keep charging me for stuff I don't know. Mm -hmm. So having to learn your car, having to learn my car made me like realize. Oh, I'm getting scammed. Yeah. I should learn my car. If I do this myself, I never have to rely on anybody and therefore I never have to pay people to do shit for me. Yeah. And also, I just look so much more badass than my friend. And it was just one of those moments of like, yeah, now every, my starter just like blew out the other day and I've had my car die enough times where I'm just like, oh, I know exactly what that is. And it's the first time I got to do that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm very, I just impressed myself. Nice. Yeah. Like, I know what this is. And it was just like, all right, fixing things. Okay, so you know, you know a pretty decent amount about fixing cars. I guess like the things that a person can fix. Yeah. Right? Honestly, that's probably the first, like, I mean, you know, like you're doing a podcast in the house, like a DI, like one of the first big DIY things to do is learning how to fix problems for the thing you have or the thing you're yeah. like doing. And I think like for me, it was like, Oh, we don't live in our old neighborhood where I could call the guy that lived down the block. Mm -hmm. You know, around here, everybody's, you know, like 
in the neighborhood, it was like, oh, I can take to my brother, but we're not on speaking terms, so I could take to this guy, <laughs> and I don't know if he's going to do a good job, or I could just, yeah, let me mm. just pop the hood and figure it out. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like an old time, an old foregone era where if you wanted to get a problem fixed, you had to fix a family problem first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's like, no, it really is. It's like, hey, so remember that thing? Look, I, all right, fuck, all right I'm sorry. Also, the car stopped working. You think he, it's like, then you just get the door slammed. The audacity. Yeah. You were right. By the way, do you still have that car lift that you had? Yeah. <laughs> no, not related. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, so um, I take it then you have uh, what uh, some people would call, not us because we're very good people, but what some people would call a shittier car. No, actually, I have a great car. It's a 2004 Toyota Solera. It's actually like. I, it's a Toyota, so I'm like, every time something dies on it, I'm like, no, you're a Toyota. You, you're going to fucking work. And it's like, <laughs> okay, it does once you fix the problem. It's, it's just yeah. an older car is what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, because that is, that is a tough sell. I was like, do you have a shittier car? And you're like, no, I have a 2004. And then my brain was like, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. No, if I, no, and honestly, that's, that's fair because everyone's like, oh, it's an older car. But I got an older car with like no miles on it. I bought it during COVID and it was yeah. like a, old guy who was like I'm it was quarantining the car was quarantined <laughs> no no shit though it's like it was the equivalent to like a mum mum car where it's like the the actual owner was like in his 80s and it was his caretaker that was selling it for him okay he's like well we're gonna move to a place where we don't even need a car so it's like i got it for like two grand yeah in the middle in like the summer of 2020 and before the guy died and the car was haunted yeah exactly <laughs> it's like yeah he gets to take his alzheimer's to arizona or whatever and yeah. i get to just ride his old car with 40,000 miles on it Man, that's pretty sick 2004. Yeah. and I'm like yeah, yeah. That anytime some, that's why I'm like oh if anytime something breaks on I'm like oh no I still at least have hope the car works yeah yeah it's you like, bought a non-haunted car from what I'm imagining is a Scooby-Doo character yeah basically <laughs> like, like, right now he's, ha- he's like yeah he's like yeah trolling a candy store or whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right so if you had to distill what it is that you took from the cumulative experience of every time your car has broken down. What is that? Um, it's funny. Cause uh, we were just talking about this uh, mm-hmm. like a second ago. It's learning how to just be calm in a situation and figure stuff out mm-hmm. because I, ha- I, I still do this. I, I'm bad at this. I dwell on shit a lot where like I'll kick a tire. I'll like scream at God. I'm like, why are you fucking with me this week? I'm one of those guys. Yeah. And then it's like, well, it's not getting the car fixed. It's, mm. it's, the, it's the most honest you have to be with yourself because do, like doing all that is doing nothing but wasting time. It's like the sun, if the sun's going down, it's, the weather's bad outside, either way, we have to get moving. Mm. So no matter what, you have to still fix this. And it's like one of those things, like once, you re- once I'm in that mode, then it's like, ooh, okay. Now let's look under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> all right i like that yeah yeah that's uh now let's look under the hood <laughs> i agree with that by the way i yeah. agree take a moment collect yourself yeah i mean yeah everybody's made a problem i've definitely made problems worse as a kid it's like and i learned that about myself early like i you know i lost a game like at a video game or whatever you know and then i threw the controller mm. and then i break the controller yeah, yeah. and then it's like and it's just your dad being like, well, congratulations. Now you don't have a fucking control. Like, yeah, yeah. we're not taking you to the store. You, yeah. better, you better save your money and go get one. Go mow a lawn or something. 
Okay. So it's like, yeah, good. That's how you're supposed to learn. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Take a moment, then look under the hood. I like that. That's good life advice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now from this point on, Dorian, uh, by the way, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, so what we do from this point on is we open up your chakras, as you know, from the bottom chakra up. Yeah. Uh, the first chakra is known as the root chakra. And Dorian, it is located right there in the butthole. Are you okay with that? <laughs> let's, let's open my butthole. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to open up the chakra in the butthole, Dorian. I'm be very clear about that. That's what I say. That's why I went to the bathroom twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's more than consent. By the yeah. way, I think we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can proceed. All right, Dorian, how did you learn to overcome fear? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I think having one of the worst things that could possibly happen in a situation kind of helps you overcome fear. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. for me, that would have been actually earlier this year. This would have been probably. I want to say maybe October. Okay. Uh, was it Halloween? <laughs> no, it was not. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like, but it was, no, I'm sorry. It would have been like September, October. It was somewhere around there, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it still it was sounds the like fall. it could have been Halloween. Yeah, it could have been Halloween. <laughs> like that, that triangulated closer to Halloween, if yeah. you notice. But go ahead. <laughs> but it, it was, um, I had fucked up at work. Mm. And um, I'm in the stagehands union now. Uh, so, and I learned a lot over the year. Like in the last year, I, I became a rigger. Which is Whoa. the guys who Riga. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in this house we say Riga. Okay, go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> the Riga, the Jizza, and I. Yeah. Um Yeah, but um learning how to learning how to rig, which is basically pulling up points, uh all the motor basically all the motors that hold up all the TVs and uh steel at every concert. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I'm there. I'm you, which is just a guy in a harness at like on a beam or on a piece of steel pulling this thing up from with a rope okay and like uh, is it a pulley system or are you bearing the weight of it do you um, need depending on the job like at one of if it's over a certain amount a certain height you're pulling it up yourself like if it's over 100 feet uh someone's helping you but Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just pulling stuff up yourself and these are like one ton motors two ton motors yeah half ton anyway uh i had been doing it maybe like a couple months. And one of the things was uh, they always stress safety because you can kill somebody if something falls. Yeah, for sure. And uh, they had me undo a fall arrest, which is like, it's literally like there to like, if someone has to strap in, if they fall, it's like a yo-yo that catches them in the air. And when I undid it, I accidentally dropped the pin that connects the entire thing together. Oh my God. Did you like grab on everything? Yeah, no, it, it's funny because it was one of those moments where it happened in slow motion in my mind. Yeah. And yeah. where it's like, I'm un, like, this is, and this was at the Wells Fargo Center. I'm like, you're 105 feet in the air. Uh, I'm pulling everything up to undo this thing and I'm trying to do it, like put it back together and my hands are slipping. The thing falls out of my hand and it felt like an hour of yeah. this thing just falling. And <laughs> the guy at the bottom I'm like trying to scream, but I'm just like, because I'm just yeah. watching. Trying to scream, but don't want to get fired. I get it. <laughs> and then it finally comes out, pin! and everyone's like, get the fuck out of it. And I don't realize who it is because the guy, it's like a guy's, like this thing is falling and it's a guy just kind of walking. And I find out it's the head of not only our department, but the national. Yeah. Yeah. Is he wearing a hard hat? Yeah, of course he is. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing is compliant. It falls right next to him. It bounces up and hits him in the leg. Mm. 
So it's not too much force, but it is, it's a heavy pin. It bounces up. It taps him in the leg. And he, I guess it, I guess it, it like just broke the skin. But in my <laughs> wait, mind. Wait, whole pause. Yeah. Uh, it bounced up. It hit him in the leg. Yeah. Not hard. It brushed him. Bounced up. Tapped him in the leg. And I guess it broke the skin. What? <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's go with the first one. It hit him in the leg. It hit him in the leg. Yeah. It pierced his leg. <laughs> but at the same time, like, look, I know I fucked up. Like, it's yeah, one of those yeah. things. But, like, in that moment, I've never been more afraid in my life because if this had hit him, even with a hard hat, if it hit him in the head or if it hit him in the shoulder, I'm like, oh, fuck. I... And it's funny because it's the only time I've ever really had a panic attack because the entire time I'm like, someone get me off this fucking beam. Someone come grab this right now because I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. I, I was, it was like maybe like a, a, not even a foot away from almost killing yeah. well, how, like so the how boss big is the of pin? my bosses. Yeah. yeah. How, how big is this pin? It's a five-eighths pin, so it's about that big. Yeah. Uh, like diameters. Yeah, it's like a ring almost. Like it's, it's, but it's heavy. It's made out of, like, it's made out of how steel. How much would you say that it weighed? The pin alone, maybe like not, maybe like a not even a, not even a pound, maybe like okay. a quarter of a pound or a half pound. Something, but, but it's, it's dropping a hundred feet. Yeah, hundred. But feet. it's dropping a hundred feet in the air. Five feet, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And are you like you're holding like now you're holding everything together? Like, yeah, you can't and come down that's the other because... thing too is I'm holding everything else. Yeah, yeah. including the the shackle for the pin, which yeah. is like when that fell, it's like I need some. They're like somebody go relieve him because when they were like, what the fuck happened? Who dropped it? Most guys. That's would... not important right now, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I cop to it immediately, and I think that's what uh, let me keep rigging. Yeah. Because yeah. I immediately went. It was me. Someone get me off this beam, like right now. I need to not be up here. Yeah. yeah. And dude came. He relieved me from the thing. They ended up getting it fixed. Ran the pin back up. And when I got downstairs, people were. F- the guy was fucking laughing. Okay. He was like, <laughs> like it was like one of those high dickhead kind of moments. But for me, I'm, they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I almost fucking killed somebody." Like, yeah. yeah. And I was like that for the next like couple times. Like they, I, I'm still gonna take the calls because they pay very well. But they're like, "We're not gonna send you on the beam." Then it's like a couple months pass. I'm good again. Yeah. I've been going up, and it was just my boss, my other bosses. Everyone knows the story, so now it's just. Everyone fucking with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and then I'm slowly finding out, oh yeah, everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's dropped something. But in, but they're like, I'll tell you this much though. You will never drop anything again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, God, the fear and like the anxiety you go through is crazy. Yeah. More so than actually walking on a beam. Yeah. Those environments are very, um, like you said, like how you were saying, uh, when we asked you the first question, like just fix it, just get under, like, you know, mm. then look under the hood. Like those environments are very much that way where, People don't really um, quibble over what could have happened. Yeah. Because you just, there's oh, so yeah, much that needs moving. to keep, keep getting done. I you know? saw, I, and there's not a lot of women in that environment, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> actually, there are. Uh, I know, I'm just, I was there. just being sexist. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny, though. But yeah. it's one of those things, like, I, it's one of those things that made me realize what, whenever my dad or my older brother would be like, this is what being a man is, mm-hmm. that finally helped me realize it. It's, yeah. All right, we can't dwell on shit. We got to keep going. There's still things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can you remember a time in your life, Dorian, when you were the most scared? I'll say that was the moment. <laughs> uh, when you almost got a body? Yeah. Huh? You almost caught a body? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, it was like, it, and it was for something that was very stupid because like mm. I was, 
I wasn't being cocky, but I kind of was because I'm like, oh, yeah, heights don't fucking bother me because I was doing stupid shit like the first couple times. They were like, you're not bothered about being up there, which yeah. doesn't bother me. Heights don't bother me. If you have like a little you just have to pretend the rest of the beam is a floor so you don't feel like you're going to fall mm-hmm. yeah. or you have to look down and just ma- like imagine yourself falling and get over it. Like, like there's many ways to do that. But yeah, so being high. So my thing is, like, I'm not afraid of falling or hurting myself as much as I am afraid of hurting someone else. Yeah. Because then that's another level of responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty harrowing uh, story. I'm imagining, uh, yeah. like you said, like it taking an hour for that pin to fall. I also imagine, like, as the pin was falling, you try to catch it and hit it and made it go even faster. That's just in my <laughs> Oh, mind. I did? Oh, yeah. no. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you released the projectile. It's literally, it's, yeah. it's literally five seconds, and in your mind, it felt like it really does feel like forever. And we're like, I think we got there late. Like we we started at like maybe nine or ten p.m. and we're gonna be there till like like six a.m. the next day anyway. Yeah. So everybody's delirious and tired, and it's just like in that moment, it's like. Did you get a Did you get a nickname out of that? Surprisingly, no. I was okay. I was really surprised. I I did not like. It, it's actually funny because a lot of, enough guys from the. The union, uh, the two nicknames I have, one are guys who actually listen to like Matt and Shane and you guys and call me Deeds or Dirty Deeds. Okay. From, or uh, the most recent nickname I got was The Squirrel. Oh, interesting. I'm just, I'm just, I just, caffeine, I just get caffeinated and I climb things. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound like a good time on the job site. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, like, I volunteer to go climb to grab things. Yeah. Up. I, I'm, not, I'm good at heights. I mean that. You sound like a good time on a job site. Uh, yeah, so first, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That is a fear chakra unlocked. Yes. You almost, uh, who was that? I almost uh, killed Col- Colin Pol- You almost apollo somebody from the sky. Yeah. You almost got somebody with an arrow from the sky. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and of all people, it's the guy who runs all the safety courses across the country for this thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, if there's anybody you should not piss off or fuck up around. Or should. Yeah. <laughs> Get that buzzkill out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get Mr. Safety out of here so we can have a good time on the job site. <laughs> that is a fear chakra unlocked, Dorian. Yeah. Ace, keep it moving. Yeah. All right, Dorian, we are to the pelvis chakra. So this little segment we like to call my bad. So it's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Oof. We just got done doing Dorian's Patreon episode. And hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no other words. Yeah, $1 gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which not only includes the counter to the podcast you're watching right now, which is called Two Jack Pros After Dark, where we will be enlightening Dorian's shadow self, but it also includes our commentary and analysis on Ainsley's jiu-jitsu matches. So come oh, and yeah. check that out. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Uh, b- remember to check out Dorian's uh, Baby Goblin Productions. And right now, we're going to get back to this episode and find out who or what Dorian has to apologize to. I'll tell you right now, I don't, uh, I don't, know, I don't know what it is about being an adult, but I don't apologize to other adults over dumb shit. But I still think back to, like, childhood, mm-hmm. like, mean things I did that make me, like, fuck. Like, I'll be brushing my teeth one day and I'll, I, I remember the girl I kicked in the stomach. You kicked a something. girl in the stomach? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I didn't say Wait, I'm... A, how old are you? Yeah, yeah, this is important. Yeah. I was... I was it's 16. Three. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I have a very good memory. I still... I remember this vividly because it's the first time I ever felt regret in yeah. my life. And yeah. 
How old was she? She's the same age? Younger? Yeah, I think she. We were, we were all like, ki- we were all you kids. Kicked an infant in the stomach. Like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we were in the. Uh, we were in the in a party jumper, and uh, like the bouncy thing. Yeah, the little bouncy house. So oh, we're in the there house. and we're playing like, like in. and we're all playing like you know we're all doing like pretend Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody knew this girl. She just walked in and she just start. I call her Monster Girl whenever I think of this story because she's just running in and she's like growling and do- like. She's being cute, but I remember in the moment I was like, I don't like this because she keeps like, and she keeps like attacking me. Yeah. And then I just like turned around and just like threw a, like a, like a front kick. Okay. And I just, it's the, every, every time I think about it, cause I remember her face cause it was like utter shock from yeah. taking a kick <laughs> to like realizing what happened, the pain setting it and her crying like mm-hmm. in the bounce house. It's like, oh, I just ruined fun. <laughs> for everybody definitely the power rangers for her uh let me ask you this question <laughs> this is i don't know why i'll, this tell, you is what, so, uh, say, I'll this, tell you what made it worse yeah oh, well it okay. might be the question i'm asking okay um which which ranger were you pretending to be <laughs> my favorite to this date was the blue ranger oh, thank god was yeah. the black ranger <laughs> I'm like, thank God. Oh, please tell me this boy didn't channel the Black Ranger and kick a chicken stomach. No, I was always, my, I was always, uh, I was always Team Billy. I like the Triceratops. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Score one for the Black Ranger. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't like cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't have moves. Because you remember the Black Ranger was also a black guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that would have been. And his yeah, his fighting style was hip hop keto. That's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what? So what were you gonna say made it worse? No, uh, what made it worse was uh, I did not get in trouble for it. Mm. Which only like it's the one time Blue I... Ranger got to do what the Blue Ranger do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like hey, it's. Uh... It was a weird privilege. No, but my brother, because my brother came by, he like rubbed her, he like rubbed her tummy, and he was like trying to make. And I, it's you're not crying. It's cool. No, it's cool. No, no, no. But my <laughs> my brother was like consoling her, and like, and then he just he gave me a look. And this is the same brother that like like fucking you know he's an, yeah. he's an older brother tortured me my whole life. Now. But it's like, <laughs> what's that? So now I'm imagining a Mentos commercial. He's like rubbing her belly, like oh it's okay, and he looks at you and he's like good job, Dory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Misogyny. <It's> like, <laughs> but yeah, he gave you a look. But he gave. But it was like the only. T- it's the only time that brother could judge me for shit because he's just been like an asshole the rest of my, like to me my entire life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was like one of those things where he's like, "We're not gonna tell anybody about this." But I was like, oh, "I should have totally gotten in trouble for that." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, and since then, I've always been like, I, I was like, I don't even know this girl's name. I don't think I've ever seen her again. But I like, it's like, dude, I. It was one of those things, like, if I could look up this scenario on, like, Facebook and find this person, I would apologize, and I'm sure they still remember. Like, yeah. <laughs> but we're both anonymous to each other. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a monster to people, you might get kicked in the stomach. you got to have your defense <laughs> up. Like, oh, I never thought about that. Like, I thought about that, but it's even, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was, like, being a monster. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. for me. I got cured of monsterism. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> By this angry child. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, you were you were just like a little uh, lesson from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of aerial shit with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've... Yeah, yeah. You channeled the Blue Ranger, <laughs> and then Liu Kang kicked this chicken stomach. <laughs> a non-Mortal Kombat character. Uh, yeah. what, what, are, what are the bad guys in... I kept thinking Zord. What is a Zord? No, Zords are the are the the machine they're, that they turn they're, into. They're robots. Yeah, they're robots. They're yeah. The bad guys are just monsters. Were they putties? What were they called? Putties were the uh, they were like the henchmen that they sent. So I the three act structure is very. <clears throat> it's perfect when Saban stuff because you got 
first act is whatever their school shit is. Yeah. Bulk and, Cole do some, Bulk and Skull do something stupid. Mm-hmm. They're out in the street. For some reason, they're always out in the desert. The putties show up. They fight them. The monster shows up with the putties, overpowers them. Then they come back like, all right, we're going to fuck this dude up now that we remember how to uh, transform. They transform. They get monster grows. They grow. You know, they assemble. Then they kill the monster. Mm. The only break in formula was when, like, they got the Green Ranger, and he's like, no, I'm going to fuck you guys up, too. Yeah. And it was like, all right. So, again, what were those monsters called? <laughs> monsters. Just monsters? Yeah. Oh, right. and putties. Well, all right, monsters putties. and putties. All right, cool. I feel like you were uh, partially defending uh, why the Power Rangers didn't call the monsters anything more than monsters for a second. You were <laughs> yeah, like, like, listen, I know they only call them monsters, but it's a very detailed three-act structure. Yeah, no, yeah. no, uh, I, no time for that. Yeah. Ka- Ka- I think Kaiju was taken, so you couldn't call yeah. them that. All like of the writing monsters. went into everything around the monsters. Guys. Yeah. You got to pay attention. <laughs> Power Rangers is classic. All right, cool. So um, uh, that's a good apology. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my no, bad. Yeah. Didn't mean to kick you out of monsterness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to ruin fun for you. Is really yeah. what it is. All right. Like, well, was, we don't know. Again, that could have that could have made her. Oh, it made attack t- fun a completely different way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was the first time. I think it was the first time I've ever been a buzzkill. That's why. I'm yeah. like, Oh, I just ruined the the. I just ruined this for everybody. <laughs> yeah. She could have been Did like, the whole thing shut down? Like no, the, no, it didn't. Everybody else. They deflated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like, you know what? No more fucking bounce. Yeah. Yeah, and she... Oh, if on. it got to that point, then I would have been... I would have probably killed myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Everyone hates me. Yeah. It's just funny to me, like, her, like, double, like, doubled over in pain, like, and he's, like, rubbing her stomach, like, oh, you're okay. She's like, no, no, no. I get it. I'm not the making entrance type of a person. I should have just... I should have just came in soft. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. No, if it was like if it if this was someone who was annoying other people and they were all like, "Oh, thank God, somebody did it," I would yeah. feel completely different about yeah. the situation. That's an honor kicking. Yeah, yeah. Because there's people like that where it's like, "Oh, it's like which I have beat, like I have attacked somebody who was just making the day worse at a late, you know, in something else." Yeah. And it's just like, "Oh, that's totally different." Yeah. <laughs> And kicking a chick yeah, in the stomach that's, in a bounty house for sure. That's like your friend, like people who weren't there, find out the next day. You're like, you know what? You did good. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's not the same. No. All right. Well, we'll consider that a pelvis chakra unlock. My bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kicked you in the pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ace, let's get it. All right. We are to the gut chakra now. So Dorian, how pa- how do you move past disappointment either in yourself or in loved ones? Oof. I stop talking to people if I'm disappointed in them. Like, I don't know. I think t- it's like when they say, like, just give people time. You just got to walk away from shit for a, like a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as disappointing myself, I mean, I just dwell on it until a podcast asks me <laughs> the question at one point. It's like ask Reddit. Like, you got to go through and you got to find the question for your answer. Mm. How long was the longest that you haven't talked to somebody? Mm. That's a good one. Probably. Uh, Currently, it's a family member, uh, but brother, close, uh, but no. Um, What's close to a brother? Sister? <laughs> no, actually, one of my one of my aunts I haven't talked to for years because, um, well, it's actually really shitty. If you guys want to hear this story, uh, this is um, one of my aunts who lives in. Te- I don't talk to pretty much anyone on my dad's side of the family anymore. Okay, and one of the reasons is uh, one, they embezzled a shit ton of his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they burned down the house he was supposed to inherit from my grandmother. Well, that's just part of embezzlement. 
yeah. Oh, well, that's one thing, by the way. Well, no, he well, like he was sending money out there for them for someone to put. He like trusted it for to people to put into a bank. Yeah. They burned his house down. Or they like gave like they fucked up their house, like my mom and dad's house. But the one that like really like the like straw that broke the camel's back was uh one of my aunts one day uh decided to spread a rumor that my mom went missing. Mm. Uh and I and I was like I like just moved to Philadelphia, but I went to Los Angeles for a for a festival. And I just get this like random call from like my cousin's wife who's like, Hey, have you heard from your mom? Because they're telling us that she went missing. And I'm like, what? And like the call drops, so I'm like texting her. Yeah. And she's not responding for like an hour. And I'm like frantically calling everyone else. I'm like calling my brother and everything. Like, dude, go buy a fucking phone card and call call the house, see what's going on. Uh maybe like two, three hours pass. I'm like just freaking out for the whole like like the whole duration of that. And then I was like, Oh, I gotta go on stage right now. Yeah. So I go on stage and I'm like, I don't exactly tell people, I'm like, hey guys, so I'm dealing with something. So if I feel a little, like a little out of it and I just proceed to do my set, it goes okay. I get off and I'm like still freaking out. My brother calls me back. He's like, are you a fucking idiot? Because mom's fine. She like just went to the store. Mm. It was like one of those situations. And I'm like, what the fuck? Then my cousin, or sorry, my cousin's wife finally responds to me. He was like, I'm like, what the fuck? How come you just left me? You just left me on red. And she said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep." <laughs> yeah, that was some. It was like a way to moves. fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those things. And it's like, oh, did you ever find out about your mom? And it's like, yes. And it turned out she just went to the store. The what had actually happened was like, uh, one of my, I think it was my uncle or my cousin, somebody went to the house to visit my dad, mm-hmm. and saw my mom wasn't there. And my dad was like, "Oh, I don't know. She, you know, she, she went out." And that ballooned into, I don't know what, but it was like, this is my, the aunt who like spread this rumor that my, my mom went missing is also the one who would like call me to like guilt trip me and do weird shit. Like, how come you don't call your mom and dad? They are lonely. Like, she's just like a frantic human being. And it's like, you don't know what the fuck I do. It was like one of those kinds of things. And that day I remember I finally got on the phone. I freaked out the Uber that was taking me back to my, like my place. Cause I'm like screaming at her on the phone, calling her all kinds of, you know, C word, this and that. And I'm just going off. And I'm like, dude, you guys fucked my parents over. You fucking treated them like shit. You took all of his money. You burned down their fucking, their house. Now you're telling me all this shit. And in my head, I'm like, dude, how do you tell somebody their fucking mom is missing? Yeah. And it, since then, and then she hit me back with the old people, go fuck yourself. The, I'm going to pray for you. Uh. which I would just like never fucking talk to me ever again. Like, or pray for me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> when my dad, like she never like to this day, I don't talk to her. Like, I think yeah. she like call, I think she tried to call when like my dad was in the hospital or after he passed away. And I was like, someone else talked to her. Cause I'm going to end up like, how, how long ago was that? That was 2017. Cause oh, that was the year okay. I moved to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. How did they burn down the house and did they get caught? Oh, I have no idea. I know the house was, I mean, I know the house itself was like, like, a, it was kind of shitty. It like yeah. belonged to my grandmother and they never really took care of it that well. It was yeah. a nice house. It was in a good part. It was in Belize in Dangriga, which is like a really decent area. You can get to the keys from there. Um, I'm sorry. It, one- I, I'm stupid. Uh, you said it was in Belize, mm-hmm. right? And my ignorance. Aren't houses in Belize? 
pretty flammable, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Am I am well, I wrong? No, most houses that? are actually made out of stone. Uh, actually, so maybe not. That's a good question. This hap- yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fair. This one happened to be made out of wood, which is why it was already like it was. It should have been demolished anyway. But the whole thing was like, if my dad gets the house, that means he gets this land in prime yeah. location. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, well, if that's the case, and it, it's like we're gonna. The rumor that went around is that. My aunts like some like were talking about they'd burn this place down if it ended up going to my dad. I told and you they, that's part of the embezzlement. And then yeah. it's like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, the house just somehow caught fire. Yeah. So yeah, go figure. Yeah, it was a, it's a weird situation. So listen, yeah, uh, the rest of the Vasquez family, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, n- never talk to me or mine again. All right, not typically what we do on this podcast, but you heard him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucking heard him. Uh, so, Dorian, I always like to ask people this question. So, did you do sports or maybe uh, performance arts uh, growing up where there is like a disappointment that lingers from that event? Um, not sports, but uh, I do. F- I'm a filmmaker, so like more now than I was like, I kind of like I got away from comedy a little bit to do to dive more into filmmaking. I think that was more where I got more disappointed than anything else because, I mean, you know, with comedy, it's like there's like people be like, oh, yeah, we'll totally go to your show and just not show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really cared about that. Even when I did sports, it's like, eh, who cares? But uh, I think I got I worked really hard on a short film and I got it into a couple festivals and I was like so proud of myself because I got into like the Philly Independent Film Festival, which is like. It's not the biggest one, but it's like, oh, that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the events I go to, I see everybody like packing into the place. Because uh, there's also like this like cool new restaurant on like, it's like in a school on the top of the building. They turned it into like this bar and grill Bach? kind of thing. Wasn't it Bach? I think so. It's, okay. yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah, actually. And then it's like, oh, there's like a giant theater. All these people are here. I get in there and there's like six people in the theater. And I'm just like, all right, this is. <laughs> I think at one point I even brought it up in a Q and A because they were like trying to ask me questions, and I'm just like, "Yeah." They're like, "Well, what, what, can, what can you? What advice can you give other filmmakers?" I was like, "Work really hard, and you can get your shit into a poorly attended festival." Mm. <laughs> I was like so mad. Yeah, that yeah. was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't get. I've never. I'm not a sportsman. They they don't bum me out. Yeah, you don't have to be. Uh, but so how um how did you deal with that disappointment then? Because I know. Uh, oh, I made. I just made the situation funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Because I said that I ended up making a couple friends out of that, and actually, guys, I like kind of we're trading on working for each other on movie stuff. Yeah. So now, other than uh, not talking to uh, loved ones when you are disappointed <laughs> in them, how then would you would you uh, I guess quantify how it is that you deal with disappointment from yourself? Oh, for myself. Uh... Kind of, honestly, the same way I do with the car, probably. It's like, all right, well, this happened. Shit, can't dwell on me forever. I mean, I know, I know, I know I'm still going to go to sleep tonight, so let's yeah. go to, all right, what can we do to rectify it? Is there enough time to do that? Is the timing even right? If not, let's wait a little while. We'll go do other things for the meantime. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm learning to not give a shit has definitely helped me get past a lot of things. Hell yeah. Except family. Yeah. <laughs> Which, nobody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's perfect. And you heard that, Vasquez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we'll consider the gut chakra unlocked. Mm-hmm. Ace, let's yes. go. All right. We are now to the heart chakra. So, Dorian, what have you learned from grief? 
Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, see, after my dad died, uh, definitely learning how to how to like get calm was a big one. It's like just learning how to find that place of like, okay, I need to be finding out it's okay to be alone and to like just be just to have everything around you be quiet was mm-hmm. was a big thing. Because, yeah, like, I started going fishing a lot more after my dad died, and I realized that was really calming for me because it was just me sitting there with nothing but, like, my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And even then, after a while, your thoughts go away, and it's just, I'm just in a moment right now. Like, nothing matters, and then a fish comes, and it's like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like, just snaps you back in. Uh, Now, so, was it, when when your dad died, was it loud? And what I, what I mean by that is, like, in any capacity, was it loud? Like, were people loud? Was the pain loud? Like, what is, what is, how did that experience show you that you needed the quiet and calmness? Um, okay, well, I had to go back home to, uh, and not even home. I had to go to fucking Ohio, which I'm not, like, we're from Los Angeles. My family moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was there with him. They, my mom and my brother, found, like, found him in the morning. Because he was apparently fine, but he was acting funny the mm-hmm. night before, which isn't anything new. My dad, you know, he was older guy, just kind of crotchety after a while. Yeah. Uh, but he, they thought he like fell asleep on the couch and he was just laying on the couch and they didn't even notice. And then they finally realized, oh, this man isn't breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm at work and I get a message about it and I'm like, holy shit. And then, so I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to figure out how to get out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't leave right now, but I got to figure it out. That, that night I got into my car and I drove to, to Ohio. I was like telling them like, Oh, I'll get a, I'll buy a ticket or something. I was like, no, fuck that. We got to go now. Yeah. Um, I get there and I see my mom, she's, you know, crying and everything. So I'm there with my mom for a couple weeks and I got to come back and work on, work on a movie. But, uh, the big thing was trying to like, Focus on like okay, this is this is about my dad passing and my about my about everything going on, and then just like something like it would be like the randomest thing to set someone off. Be like, hey, also I didn't like that thing you did back in during the pandemic, and it's like not the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it kind of like I didn't, I was still kind of in shock, so it took a long time. Like I don't know, you ever have that where you'd like you don't cry when someone dies, but it'll be like you listen to a fucking Creedence song or something, and then it's like. It, it all just hits you at once. Uh, I had one of those moments, but before that, it was just a lot of quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in, my own, like, in my own head. Like, everything just went, like, quiet. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you're saying, like, the moment before you cried, it went all quiet? Oh, no, no, or... no. When I, look, when I finally, like, watching my mom cry actually made me cry. Uh, okay. And then but, like, after the cry, it all went quiet. Yeah, for a while. Okay. And then it was, like, I got back, and I'm just like, well... I don't really feel like doing anything anymore versus like I've had friends die who I like who like immediately I'm like in tears. I'm weeping. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's like my that's my fucking bro. My dad, it was like it took weeks. And it was like I had to go do things that I knew he was doing. And then I went back to I went back home with my mom and it was like every I look like my dad. So mm-hmm. everybody thought I was him when I went back and they're like, I heard. Oh, you're not him. And it was yeah. like, oh, fuck. And then getting away from everyone that was going to, like, remind me of that and, like, having to, like, think of my dad my own way kind of helped me. Okay. If that makes sense. It's like, yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, man, no, it makes I'm sense. I'm over-explaining. Yeah, no, no, you're not over-explaining at all. I mean, it's, um, you know, so uh, th- I think this section is probably where we get the most uh, messages from. Or not, that's not even true. Um, but I guess it's the, the messages that we get about this section, I think, tend to impact me more. Hmm. Right. Because uh, it tends to come from people that were dealing with a situation and they were having a hard time maybe explaining it or maybe accepting the way that they naturally were dealing with the grief situation. Hmm. Like some people have, I've, I've noticed that that's something that people seem to have a hard time with. Like, what, dealing with grief? Judging how they're dealing with grief. Yeah. I mean, you don't, I'll tell you, man, like, it's, it's hard. Like, it, I, uh, like it, it's not the same as like oh I lost a pet, mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh that's a good but like losing a pet or something early on is a good like, that's a good practice. Yeah, that's why you get that's uh, like honestly if I had kids that's the, why we would get pets <laughs> so they could die. Yeah. Oh yeah, no you pre- <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that's fish. like a yeah. I, th- I think that's a bit that might have been like a Louis bit or something but it's like yeah you practice for you know when grandma or when some or like yeah. something happens and it's like other yeah. Honestly, just getting away from everything is kind of my thing. Yeah. And I, yeah. So I, and what I was, what I meant when I was saying that, like when you were saying like you didn't cry, right? Um, yeah. There are people that, and you know, they'll experience grief and they're not crying, right? And they'll be sitting there the whole entire time with guilt because they're like, why am I not crying? Oh yeah. No, why that's exactly what's going through my head yeah. the entire time. I'm like, I should be way sadder about this. Like, cause I'm also like, I'm also comparing it to like, when Cotton died, mm-hmm. uh, if you guys don't know, Chris Cotton is you know one of the most one of the best comics in the city. He was a very good friend of mine. I was supposed to go hang out with him that weekend that we found out he passed. Um, and I remember weeping like when I found out. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like I've always been a sensitive kid, so it was like when I found out my dad passed, it was like, and I'm seeing my mom cry, and I'm like, okay, it's not it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It's probably going to be bad. And then it was like, I'm just, it's one, it was kind of being strong for like for someone else. Mm-hmm. But also it's like, as soon as I got away and it was like, I could process it. And it was like, holy shit, this is all coming out like right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be what kind of ends up reigning yeah. true or what, what ends up being important is that people allow themselves to grieve the way their, their body is grieving. Yeah. To not try to like force it and direct it any other kind of way but just like you said like do it the way that you're finding it to be done yeah you know so yeah thank you for sharing that dorian yeah. really appreciate that man that is a heart chakra unlocked yes ace let's right, we go are now to the throat chakra so dorian what is a favorite lie that you have told or that you that you are currently telling extra <laughs> karmic points if it's still in rotation oh uh the 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 constant lie i tell is uh I don't. I don't ever tell people that I never let anyone borrow my shit. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> I never let anybody borrow anything from me. Yeah, but I just come up with a reason for why I can't loan it out. Oh, so that's in use right now. That's this and that because I've had way too much shit like borrowed, either returned wrong or just not come back. Mm-hmm. And now I realize, oh, the shit I I own that people want to borrow is way more expensive than say fucking Enter the Matrix on PS2. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's, like, it's, like, real, like, now it's, like, oh, no, that's my livelihood. No, you cannot have that. Yeah. And depending on how much I like somebody, I'll be, like, I could, I'll just be, like, flat out no versus. 
The more oh, you sorry. like them, the more you'll say no. The more I like them, the more I'll, the more the more I'm willing to lie about the why they. The more can. elaborate the lies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if so I don't like somebody, it's like fuck no. you. I'm like no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it's a really either really don't like you, or it's a good friend, and I'm yeah. just like you know I'm not gonna let you borrow that stupid. <laughs> like then it's like it's yeah a, I don't know it's a spectrum. I'd rather get the straight no. Personally. Oh yeah, no friends get yeah. the straight no. Uh, and then like people who I'm like. Eh, get the. I'm actually kind of using that right now, man. Like we're 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 gearing up for a thing. I need all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I need all my things for the thing. I need for the thing, the thing um, I'm doing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, you can't because I am. Yeah. <laughs> if I, yeah, if 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 I've if I've given you an excuse lie, I probably don't like you that much. That's uh, that's kind of what that means. All right. Well, that's good for people to know. Yeah. Know where you stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Dorian's getting it off his chest today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I watched like three episodes. I'm like, ooh, try to be funnier, but oh, Jesus, this is a lot. This is a good, yeah. this is a good send <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. First of all, fuck you, Vasquez. And no, you can't <laughs> borrow my shit, friends. I <laughs> know. Oh, I love that I'm going to walk out of here and just reach Nirvana. That's, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> I mean, we hope. <laughs> Uh, or are you gonna leave here and start a feud? I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, just... You might be the f- you're the first person to ever show up early, and you might be the first person to leave and start smoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> we actually go cause problems. But um, so all right, that is a throw chakra unlock. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't let anybody borrow his shit, but maybe next time because he's using it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always give them, uh, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, no, n- there, there won't be a next time. Yeah. Throat chakra unlocked and extra karmic points for a currently in rotation. Yeah. Lot, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go, Ace. All right. We are to the third eye chakra now. So All we're right. out of the physical into the metaphysical. So, Dorian, what is something that you've always thought of as separate, but as you've getting old, gotten older, you're realizing it's really the same? <laughs> Oof. I don't. I'm not sure. I understand that question. It's. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Can, is there an example or something that you can give me for that one? That's. Uh, yeah. I. I. I've listened to a couple of episodes. And I'm like, oh, I still don't get that one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's 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 uh let's parse it out before we give an example first. Okay. So um. So life throws things at us and tells us what things are. Right? Yeah. This is that. This is that. And then as you get older, you might not see those things being the same way that life told you they were. Okay. Yeah. But okay, so the question is what what you thought was different but is actually similar? Mm-hmm. Is that the Ooh, all right. Well, I'm going to go with the very basic one, the comedy and everything else is kind of similar. Okay. How so? Uh, so I've been like I've been getting into filmmaking a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm making a movie right now. Um one of the things I found that's now and people in these things are very different. Like actors and comedians on set are very like Comedians will fuck off and go like smoke weed in the car and be like, dude, we got to be on set right now. Like mm. everyone procrastinates. Whereas these guys are like, I want to be there. I'm going to do the thing. We're here. But at the same time, like the, 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 the mind, that selfish mindset of like, I have a great joke. I have this fantastic idea. Oh man, you guys are the same person. Yeah. It's like, and it's the same. It's the same on the other end of it. Like, Wait, so so the 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 mindset of I have a great joke, I have a fantastic idea, is similar to what mindset in filmmaking? No, I'm saying it's it, that yeah. that that's what I mean. Is like somebody has a thinks they have like the best idea for a film, or they have a oh gotcha. a phenomenal thing. It's like oh like, and it's like oh no, you're just you you're 
you're doing the thing that someone else did. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's like, it's the equivalent of going to an open mic. You hear the guy be like, you know, tell that one joke you've heard a million times before. Yeah. I've seen the same, I've seen like, I don't know how many like film people I know have done the, have done, we're going to poison the, we're going to poison the abusive loved one in the house kind of movie or the, oh, there's the killers in the basement kind of movie. It's like everybody's making something very similar to each other. And it's like, it, some people are just not self-aware of it. Yeah, I, it seems like, are you saying hacks are everywhere? Is that what, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> In a roundabout way, yeah. yes. Okay. But it, to be fair, I, I quantify hack because it's one thing if it's somebody who's just trying to put a thing out to like show, hey, look, we can do a thing. Yeah. Versus somebody who's like, oh, this is what I bank off of. <laughs> like, yeah, and I guess that's really important to kind of uh, contextualize because a lot of times people think when they get into this environment, oh, these people are going to be amazing and it's like I'm going to get away. Like for me, like I came from like a, a, a in Pottstown, Pennsylvania where I grew up. You know, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have, a, yeah. I wasn't around like the most rational, logical people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, oh, when I get to college, I'm going to be away from these fucking maniacs. I'm going to be in college <laughs> with thinkers and people who are creating shit. And I get to college and and it's like the same fucking idiots. Yeah. But with more oh, money. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it's the other stuff too. All the all the non thing we're doing things that factor their way in. Like for example, comedy drama. Well, I mean, you and I are both familiar with all the bullshit that you got to deal with mm-hmm. in comedy. It has nothing to do with comedy. For sure. It's like why do I? Why is everybody afraid of this non not funny person because they book a room or something? Yeah. And, and it's kind of the same thing with like with film it's like why wait why is everyone kissing this guy like everybody is only kissing this guy's ass because he keeps making things but all the things he makes are bad Mm. or just or like and it's like it's you know it's it's like i said it's all context like yeah so it's just michael bay is a very respected filmmaker you know what i mean it's like we all know those like it's like not whether or not you like it or not but i'm just using that as an example like you know this guy's movies are trash, but everybody will. <laughs> Damn, Dorian! Good people. God. I didn't know where that was going to go at first. But I was like, "But he is—he is fucking putting his hit list out there right now." But it's it, no. But what I'm getting at, I mean, it's not a secret that a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, the Transformers movies are stupid or whatever." But mm-hmm. it's like, dude, I will stiff arm every every everybody and their mom is needs to get out of my way if i get the call to be in the in transformers 12 or whatever his stomach kick you all yeah you know what i mean <laughs> his stomach kick his way to the front of the river oh, line. Dude. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, ma- no, ma- like no matter river. what or, no matter what thing you get in you sacrifice a little dignity i've realized yeah. it's okay so yeah. now if we had to ace well let me ask you this question ace if we had to uh, tagline what it is that we just heard yeah how would you say it so what, what did dorian just tell us <laughs> he thought was separate and now is learning the same um he thought at like like some level like different professions had integrity and really they're all just fuck, fuck faces trying to get to the top yeah i'm not trying to be that ne- like uh, yes you I, are. i'm a very <laughs> negative man i'll, I'll admit how I, I'm, i'll admit i'm very negative but it's like yeah but it's, it's all a game right yeah. like you've got to play the yeah. game in every everywhere it, you are and everybody's and playing it that's and, the one thing like honestly i've i've put myself in that in that position a lot where it's like damn i wish more people would have more integrity about things but yeah yeah. yeah, integrity is a big deal for me. And and listen, I'll tell you, like we we're we're gonna make jokes about it, but like I'm not hearing what you're saying and thinking, man, he's negative. Yeah. If that's if that's what you see, that's what you see. Yeah. That's that's the truth. 
the truth isn't negative or positive. It's just the truth. It's just there. It's yeah. just the truth, right? And so, but damn, don't no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, if we're keeping score, uh, take that every other member of the Vasquez family. Take that f- kind of associates that want to borrow my shit and uh, take that Michael Bay. but but seriously if michael bay wants to hire me i would i'm totally i will totally sell also take that michael bay (laughs) (laughs) yo two things can be true michael bay that's what we're trying to tell you yeah (laughs) yo fuck you but i totally need a job like (laughs) yeah i'm trying to yeah i'm trying to make movies man yeah michael bay come see him (laughs) all right i will give you a plot for your explosions bro (laughs) Yeah. yeah also michael bay i love the transformers movies but i'm an idiot so there's no the first the first one is really good and i think uh i heard that the one with uh mark Wahlberg was good when you when you were saying i would stiff arm anybody my brain was like yeah to see the next transformers movie sure get out of my way (laughs) this line shouldn't be so long but uh but but dorian thank you for sharing that by the way that is a uh third eye chakra unlocked yes yeah you fuck faces (laughs) 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 all right ace let's go all right, we are to the crown chakra. Final question. It's two parts. So what's, thing, what's one thing that you can't give up and why and what would giving it up mean? Mm. Yeah, I, uh, uh, that's a hard one. Something I would never give up. Now, okay, see, this is hard because I'm like, oh, I'll throw a lot of shit away. Mm-hmm. Um, probably writing. Like, that's a that's a... Like, whether it's comedy or whatever, I think, like, at the end of the day, it's writing that really is what I gravitated toward. Wow. Now, is this because you're trying to, like, shed some of the negative connotations of what it means to be a rigger? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the piece say riggers can't read. There's a lot of people think that. A lot of people think riggers don't read. They don't. They hate reading. They make fun of people who. No, like rigor, <laughs> rigor, it's not that riggers can't read. It's that riggers have invented their own language to read from. That's oh. uh, that's one thing a lot of people don't know. Ebonics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, like, can I get a pen? <laughs> no. Hey, if we want to go back to the everything's the same question, people need to hurry up. <laughs> yes. But I'm sorry. So right. No, that's right. funny. <laughs> no. At the end of the day, writing is, uh, I think, is the like the base of all of this stuff. Like, because it's all. No matter which form of expression you go through, you still have to write it down mm-hmm. in order to understand. Like, and even if you don't, like, you have some. You have to have some way of like communicating it. Other, otherwise, I'm up, up on stage, you know, just like talking shit until I get a nugget of information. Yeah, which I love doing. But it's not as or- like when I write something and I organize it. I'll tell you, finishing a script or like writing down a set list mm. is like the the same. Like I remember the first time I wrote down like. And I tried to write it word for word, like a, which I don't almost never do. But when I first wrote like a word for word, like 15, 20 minute set to take on the road or like a 30 minute set, it was like, holy shit, this works. Everything works together. It flows here. It's like you found everything. Same thing when I like wrote a script. Like finding like, I don't know how to end this fucking thing and I'll put it away for like a year and then just one day it hits me and then I got to go back and it's like, oh, that works better there. This has got to take out, got to move things around. At the end of the day, just getting it on paper and writing, I can never, like, that's one thing I never stop writing. Mm. That's fair. You know, I, 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 I'm going to say this just because I keep thinking it. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what you said, but it kind of does. But um, record keeping, 
is mm-hmm. one of the first things that separated um like people well so it was it separated people, it separated somebody from being a collection of nations mm-hmm. it was the difference between being a collection of nations and an empire mm-hmm. right where like the persians were like the first real empire and they did it because of like sick record keeping yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was it they just like kept track of shit and suddenly they were the best yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah no Underrated, like honestly man. one of the wor- like one of the worst feelings in the world is what was that fucking joke i used to tell that like i at, like losing losing a notebook is one of the worst is one of the worst <laughs> things you could lose you know what i mean yeah. it's you're, like, you're a notebook guy like, like oh yeah writing, it's, it's like camp, for a long time i was a notebook but lately it's been on my phone uh, so which is like why i can't like throw away my phone after yeah. i like upgrade or whatever but mm. it's like yeah so long as it's there it has to be there i yeah. lost i lost like a bunch of notebooks in a move and i'm just like oh. like oh yeah. but at the same it was like first year jokes but it's first year jokes that could have been worked on. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I forgot the premise too. Yeah. Okay. So Dorian, what what would what would it mean for you to give up writing? Oof. That's most that's probably most expression at that at the end of the like I mean, I keep saying that fucking phrase. I hate myself for that. Um Wait, what phrase? At the end of the day, I hate that phrase and I keep saying it. Yeah, um, it doesn't sound like you hate it then. Why do you <laughs> <laughs> do you not no, like the, No, yeah. it's a verbal tick because I'm a little nervous is what it is. Um, yeah. No, but like not writing is like you said, it's not keeping a record, mm-hmm. and not keeping a record means I can't go back and figure out the thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, and that and that like and that works with everything. Like if I have a recipe, oh, I forgot this one thing, but I don't remember what that thing was. Well, I wrote it down. Where did it go? Yeah. yeah. All right. That, that makes a lot hey, of sense. Hey, man, that's uh. That's how you keep a memory. Yeah. And uh, while we're on the subject of keeping a memory and in this section of like, uh, is there, did anything you just said inspire you to cast shade on anyone? <laughs> uh, no, but I, I can, I can probably find. No, nah, we'll, we'll take the hat trick and just move on. <laughs> There's nothing. We'll take real... the three. Yeah. Yeah. We got oh, three out of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can, I, I can find a fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we don't break the fourth wall on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was it, man. How do you feel? Zen. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel all right. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still have a Patreon to do. You, actually, I didn't even ask you. Do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and we didn't even mention it, but $1 gets you in, gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast you're watching right now, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, but we also have some fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's Jiu-Jitsu matches, which Ooh. I'm pretty sure you can, the last one, right before this episode in the Patreon, you could see it, and there should be one after this in the Patreon. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Dorian. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Remember to check out Baby Goblin Productions in the forthcoming film, Porch Pirate, yeah. from Dorian Vasquez. Yeah. Thank Baby, you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. Baby Goblin Productions on YouTube, everything, uh, by babygoblinproductions.com or Dirty Deeds on Instagram. Hell yeah. Guys, thank you so much for watching. We love you guys, and we are out. See ya. Two Jack Rose!